Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazda. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazi, and today I'm flying solo, and we're doing a really special episode. This is an episode where I'm going to talk about how I learned to meditate. Some of you might be like, oh, I don't want to listen to this, but I'm here to tell you this is an interesting story, and, I, and I'm going to start by saying this. I used to tell people there's two things in this world that I hate. One is meditation, and the other is hiking. I absolutely hate doing both of them. And I went, I went to this like fitness camp about a decade ago and it was in Malibu, California and we had to do both of them. And I was sitting there and I was hiking in like the hills of Malibu and I was like, oh my God, do I have to look at one more fucking rock, one more leaf. How did people find this enjoyable? And I just knew right then I said, man, I can't, I, I just can't hang with this, this hiking thing. Little did I know that hiking is the meditation. It's like walking, moving in, in the form of meditation. It's like meditation and movement is hiking. Um, so they're very similar. Uh, journaling is when you meditate while you write and meditation is when you're alone with your thoughts. And, and I, and I didn't like that one either. And I, and I'm in a bunch of CEO groups, as I talked about a lot on the show, but in one of my groups, a group I've been in for 16 years, um, one of our members, Doug Irwin for former guests on the show, he used to like, like, he likes to start each one of our sessions. We do a session a month, sometimes for a full day, sometimes for half a day, uh, meeting, and starts it with the meditation. And I would get into this meditation and I would be like, oh my God, like one minute in, my, thinking about all these things I got to go do and how busy I am and my mind's racing. I'm so bad at meditation. I'm, this is the worst. And look up, everyone's eyes are closed. I'm sitting there. And when one minute, I'm like, oh my God, I got four more minutes of this. 
And maybe you felt this that way too, because that's how I always felt when I did meditation. I was like, dude, how many more minutes do I have of this? I mean, Darius is only one minute and 58 seconds in this podcast. And God, I have three more minutes to listen to this guy talk. And I'm so not good at this. So my achiever brain would kick in. It's like, yeah, you got to be good at this, man. You got to quiet your mind. And I'd heard all these things about how all these like, you know, super wealthy, famous people, like the one thing they attribute they're doing well in life comes from their meditation practice. And I just didn't get it. I wasn't good at it. And, um, and so I said, hell, I'm not going to do it. And so we'd sit there, I close my eyes and say, screw it. I'm going to think about whatever the hell I want. And I would just kind of go with the flow and just didn't really buy into it. And I used to say, man, I don't know how people like this, but I hate it. Now let me fast forward to maybe seven, eight years later. And it became like this, my go-to. So today I'm going to be talking about some of the things I did that got me into it, that made me actually much better at it, understand it better, do it more often. And now it becomes, it's the thing I do almost daily. I do it almost every day. Having been a avid hater of meditation, I'm one to say I'm a converted believer now and I'll tell you how, how it happened. So I being someone that hated it for 40 plus years. Why? Because I'm, I'm an ideator. I'm a thinker. I'm in my head. I'm always thinking about stuff. I'm busy, busy, busy. What do you mean I got to stop and slow down and be present? I got a lot of stuff to think about. And you might feel the same way too. That's how I felt. And so fast forward, it's end of March, 2019. And I'm kind of having a little bit of a crisis going on in my life. I was having some issues with the, in, in my business. I was kind of at odds with one of my partners. And I called up one of my good friends, Anton Haramis. And I said, man, I'm just having tons of anxiety. I'm, I'm sitting in my car. I dropped my son off at, at improv class, downtown Austin. I'm sitting in my car. And I'm just, I think the technical term for it was losing my shit. Just losing my shit, man. I'm not, I'm not doing well. Okay. And, and I'm a, I call up Anton, who's kind of like a big brother to me. And I say, man, I got to talk to you. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm having really bad anxiety. You know, my mind's racing. And he said, well, why don't, why don't you meditate? I said, meditate. I'm not doing that. I hate meditation. He's like, listen, man, just sit in your car five minutes, close your eyes, take some deep breaths you know, kind of just clear your head a little bit, you know, and, and just give yourself a minute, see how you feel. So I begrudgingly do this. I'm sitting in my car, which by the way, is a really great place to meditate. Side note, because it's quiet and you're kind of sitting upright, but I sit in my car, close my eyes. And, and I remember I had signed up for this, this course called the waking up course by Sam Harris probably like eight months earlier. Again, me trying to, to be a meditator and not being good at it. And I had done a couple of the classes. There was 50 courses, 50 parts to the course. I think I spent like a hundred bucks on it for the year. And I'm like eight months into it and I had done like three courses. So I go and I said, you know, I'll do it. They're 10 minutes. I'm just going to start over at the course one. So I do a 10 minute waking up Sam Harris course. And for what, for whatever reason, maybe it's like the, the teacher will arrive when the student's ready. I was able to do the whole course. I actually liked it. I felt better afterwards. Now I was in some extreme like anxiety ridden, like just, you know, being kind of aggro moment. So it was a nice dose of, you know, calmness that kind of brought me down. I said, Oh man, that felt good. So the next day, you know, again, I'm kind of in the heat of, of a moment. 
so this didn't just go away because I did I did meditation for the day. So I'll do the next day of the course. Ten minutes in, felt great. Day three, day four, day five, and I realized something on around the fifth or sixth day of doing it. This is a really big aha moment for me. I'm a, I'm a person that likes to share my aha moments. I noticed that there was this whole thing around not like, like I was just, I didn't have any expectations of myself. And I think what, like a lot of times, especially as achievers, we're like, I got to be good at meditation, which is a complete oxymoron to say. And what, what I realized was I started thinking about what's going on in my head during the meditation. It's kind of like me watching TV set for, for you Gen Xers. And before we know what a TV set is. It's not our phone that we watch TV on. It was like a thing we go in the living room and there was eight channels we could watch like when I was a kid. And I thought about, well, I'm just watching the TV set of what's going on in my brain. Like, this is what's happening. This is what's happening in my head all day long. I'm just quieting myself down to take notice of it. So if it's not quiet, that's what's happening one way or the other. I'm just not distracted for a second. And I can actually see it. And I quit trying to be good. I quit trying to, to even, I wasn't even very good at meditation. I was not focusing on my breath. I was just sitting there with my eyes closed, kind of watching what was going on. And I saw a lot of shit. I was like, man, there's a lot of stuff going on in my head that I don't like. I should probably be more aware of this. And the minute I put down this idea that I had to be good at it, that just by doing it, I was, I was doing good. That, that showing up, just by showing up, didn't matter what was on the screen. I wasn't trying to slow my thoughts down. I wasn't trying to get focused and be present. I was just sitting there closing my eyes, seeing what was going on the screen. And the minute I did that, I noticed something. The screen over time started slowing down. And fast forward, maybe about two months into it, I did a hundred days in a row of meditation. And it, it got easier and easier every day I did it. In fact, it was by the time, by my fifth or sixth day, when I gave myself that out, that I said, hey, you don't have to like be present. You can be thinking about whatever the hell you want. You just got to close your eyes and be still. Then over time, I, I gave myself some space. And what I started doing was I was like, you know, I keep kind of wandering off. And when I listen to these guided meditations, which the waking up course is, I keep getting recentered. And I keep kind of drifting back into my being present, away from my thoughts. The more I did it, the stronger the muscle grew. The stronger the muscle grew, the easier it got. The easier it got, the more I did it. And, and it became a nice little sanctuary for me. So much so that I bumped myself up. I got through the 100-day course on the Waking Up app. And he did a daily meditation that was 10 or 20 minutes. Started off with 10 minutes and I was like, oh, that's not enough. I want more. I want 20 minutes. And I kept, I started doing that. And before I knew it, I had the nice solid meditation practice. It was a place, it was a sanctuary for me to go, calm my brain, get focused, be present, be able to feel what's going on, see what's going on in my head, realizing that, and I'm going to say a quote right now that I learned, how you are anywhere is how you are everywhere. So how I was in my meditation in that moment was how I was all day long. I was just, while I was being distracted, when I was not being distracted, that's what's going on in the background. That was the background noise, was that no, that noise in my head. And if I what I saw in there I didn't like, it gave me something to focus on, to work on. If, I, if I, what I saw in there I did like, then great. Let's go do more of that. And it, it's now become a tool for me. And I sometimes use it to get centered. Sometimes I use it to calm myself down. 
most of the time I do it like I do anything that I care about. I do it because it's a practice I have. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through, but then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now, and let me tell you, They've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stop me from fully enjoying the little things in life. Canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now, and let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now, I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. And, you know, I've read some interesting books. There's a great book out there that I've recommended before that I'll recommend again, which is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he has a great four-week meditation where you can start to, and it's a guided meditation. I record my own voice when I do it where I can focus on the emotions that I want to work on. And now it's become this playground for me where I get to work on myself specifically. I like guided meditation the most. I'll do quiet meditation sometimes, but I like guided meditation because I can work on certain parts of how am I thinking? How's my brain being wired? What's the programming that's going on? When I sit down in front of that TV set, what's happening there? Oh, maybe I need to work on that. It's not just this moment where I'm got so much to do and I'm, why do I have to stop myself? it becomes a moment for me to observe myself. 
because I think so much that we that we do is 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 around being busy, being distracted, not being present, not showing up, and not controlling the most powerful muscle we have in our whole body, which is our mind. And I think of meditation as an opportunity to get into that gym, but now I'm exercising my brain and I'm doing it in a different way. I'm tapping into my subconscious. I'm looking and seeing what my thoughts are, what's coming up for me. You know, how's my breathing? What are my thoughts? Hmm. I don't like those thoughts. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. And what I've noticed in developing this practice of meditation, which has been probably the biggest gift is I developed the strength around having a a high level of awareness. I have a high level, a much higher level of awareness of myself now than I did four years ago when I started this practice less than four years ago, three and a half years ago. And it's light years away from what it was when I was hiking in Malibu and I hated every second of it. I'm able to take a pause. Why? Because I don't need to react. I don't need to jump at the first moment to respond. I get to have an awareness of how am I showing up? What's going on? How do I want to react? And what I've found that muscle that I've created in my brain and why I believe so many high performers have a meditation practice is because we begin to get out of the reactive zone and move into the proactive zone of how we show up in our lives. Because I really believe that our life is a game of inches. Do I give myself that inch of space to not respond when when I'm upset? Do I give myself that inch of space to not respond when I'm angry? Do I give myself that inch of space to not spend, send that enter that key of send button on that email when maybe that, that email is not going to serve me when I'm in a less emotional state? Do I give myself that second of pause to realize I'm about to say something that's going to piss my wife off and she's not going to want to be married to me? Am I giving myself that second of pause before I gaslight a team member and make them trust me less as a leader? Am I giving myself that second of pause before I go in for the close on a deal I really, really want. And it's that game of inches that we, it's so important that so few people have because we've not developed that muscle of awareness, pause, and then we decide whether or not we want to react. The Buddhists call this uh, being in a state of equanimity, right? Where, we're, where we're, you're not happy, you're not sad. You're just kind of even Steven. And when we're in a state of equanimity, gives us that moment where we can decide, do I want to react or not? Now, sometimes, hey, listen, I'm as human as the next person. Sometimes I will, like, I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> Pull out my knife, start stabbing everybody, you know, figuratively speaking, of course. And, you know, afterwards, maybe I, maybe I regret it, maybe I don't. Maybe I intentionally, with awareness, decided to not exercise restraint. But I have that muscle that I can use or not use. And it's something that's been built up. And what I find is that meditation practice, breathing exercises, you know, there's these different ways of getting there. And I always ask people when I'm talking to friends or when I'm talking to entrepreneurs or CEOs I'm working with, I say, well, do you have a mindfulness practice? And, oh, yeah, I, 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 I do mindfulness when I exercise. And I go, oh, that's not the same. You're, 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 yes, you're quiet potentially, but you can, and there's argument to be made that you can meditate with your eyes open. But it's not being still, you know, your, your foot, your body's moving. And so I do see them as something different. Um, and I'll tell you what, if you're like me and you're someone that was quote unquote bad at it, 
I love the Waking Up course by Sam Harris. It's it's there's I listen to Calm, Waking Up. There's a bunch of them. Headspace. I didn't like most of them. I felt like they were kind of hippy dippy. They were just a little bit too much for me. A little bit too much, uh, you know, sound bowls and you know, just uh, I'm I, I'm I'm a bit of a cynic, and so a lot of that stuff I just thought was that's too much for me. I, I I wasn't ready for the more mystical stuff. But he's a you know he's a neuroscientist out of Stanford. Uh, his app, Waking Up by Sam Harris, uh, the Waking Up app by Sam Harris is a really good place to start, especially for people that are more left brain, more analytical. I like that one. But, you know, pick your poison. Try a bunch of them. I have friends that have their own apps that are great. But um, I, I highly recommend taking a course because it kind of gives you, you know, it, it, it will introduce you in a way to the different modalities because there are different modalities um, out there. And it will give you a taste of how to introduce yourself to it in a way that's meaningful and effective. So I like the waking up course. Like I said, there's other ones. If you've tried the other apps and didn't work and you're like myself, then maybe the waking up app might be a good fix. Um, and the other thing is that maybe it's, you know, f- finding the right guided meditation. There's a lot of guided meditations out there. I like guided meditations because it kind of takes you on a journey while you're meditating and you can focus being led through a process that works well for me. But, you know, I'll tell you this, it's, it's been a game changer in my life. Um, I, you know, 100% attribute it to my uh, mental health being as good as it's ever been, uh, my ability to make better decisions, my ability to show up better as a leader, uh, my ability to show up better as a father and husband and, and as a friend. And I, and I think it's because I've stopped myself. It's repaired relationships I've broken in the past because I'm not, I don't have to be right now. I don't have to show up and be the first one to talk. I can watch and see how people are reacting before I react. Um, well, I have built that muscle. I have a strong muscle now. It's like, you know, I was a person that could barely lift up a f- one pound weight and now I can, you know, carry thirties around. And so I do think that, you know, our, our mind is our most powerful muscle in our body. We need to exercise and we need to make it strong. When we have a strong mind, make better decisions. We make better decisions. We have better outcomes. We have better outcomes. We have better life. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you hate meditation, maybe you'll hate it a little less. Try some of the stuff I did. If you love it, maybe you'll go love it a little more. With that said, uh, hope you all are doing well. We love you. Peace out from the greatness machine. If you like the show, share it with some friends, rate us, give us a review, all the above. And until next time, peace out. We love you. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen, if you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on, and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. Uh-huh. She's my lover.
This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.